Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. The best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid the podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So come on. Come on to Anchor. Get your podcast started. It's the best way to podcast. It's easy. It's free. Can't be free. Come on over right now. And you get paid to podcast. So if you always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm forward slash start to join me in a diverse community of podcasts already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. I'm your host, Grand Hefe, joined as always by my co-host, OG Raw. What's going on with you, bro? Man, good morning. Uh, great day, actually. It was supposed to snow here, but it didn't, so I'm happy. How you doing this hey, morning? Hey, I'm doing all right, man. Uh, woke up right and early once again. Hey, but we do got a good show for you guys today. Got a lot of stuff to talk about, a lot of stuff on the docket. Um... So let's just go ahead and uh, get get right into it. Kyrie and the Boston Celtics lost for the third straight time last night to the Toronto Raptors. Got blown off the floor. Didn't even look like they were interested in playing. And after the uh, game, Kyrie Irving uh, had a very, very interesting press conference. Let's listen. So, um, I ask you, bro, is Kyrie almost bet 100% out the door? I think so. And I told you, I texted you, I texted you, I, I said, is this your, uh, what I, what I text you, I said, I said something like, <laughs> but, but I, I said, is this your king? Is this your king, the Boston Celtics? Is this your king coming out the East? I told you. And I still Celtics, the Boston Celtics aren't for real. They aren't for real. Seven-game series, they don't want to see anyone in the seven-game series because they aren't playing as a team. And I said this uh, last, uh, the last time we talked about this on the show. We, 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 we hold them with such high, with high hopes, but they're not showing us that they're a, a, a playoff-caliber team at this point. The Raptors did that with ease last night. They went through. They they tore them up. They, I mean, they just ate them up. And now I look at this Celtic bench, and Kyrie's on the bench. They got scary Terry at this point in the game because the Raptors are up by thirty. And I'm like, yeah. Me and Kyrie sitting on the bench. <laughs> and, and Kyrie sitting on the bench, looking 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 funny as I don't know what. And I'm like, okay. And that's when I text you. I said, look. I'm I'm gonna text Billy about this game. And I'm gonna talk a little trash and see and try to get him riled up. And uh 
man, let me just tell you, seven-game series, they don't want to see Toronto in a seven-game series. Toronto bench is just as deep as the Celtics bench. But you know what they do in Toronto? They play as a team. They play as a team. Ain't no one back. I seen Jeremy Lin last night. I had no idea Jeremy Lin played for the Raptors until last night. <laughs> hooping. He was hooping on them. You letting Jeremy Lin go out there and put up numbers on you Celtics? Come on, man. And that's your king, Billy? The Celtics is your king? Are you done? Man, come on, Billy. And, and if I'm Kyrie, no, I'm not there next year. I'm going to New York. <laughs> uh, well, that's the only point that I agree with. That the, out of your whole little statement is Kyrie will not be in Boston next season. He will not be a Boston Celtics. He will be either a New York Knicks or Los Angeles Lakers. Probably a New York Knicks. Um, as far as the Celtics as a whole or whatever they have, the Celtics will will come out of the East. They are the best team in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, well, all these other teams, they can play good right now. Listen, and they're on a bad stretch. They done lost their last three. This one wasn't even close. They lost, you know, a, a, a close one to the 76ers down the stretch, you know, a late second bucket. Um, but it, it's not as if any other team is just running away with it or any other team is just saying, like, oh, man, this team is unbeatable. Give me a unbeatable team in the East. An unbeatable team in the East? An unbeatable team. There's none. There's none. But There's none. So that means in the seven-game series, the team that got the best players, i.e. the Celtics, have, 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 just, as good, have as, just as good. Yeah, but you can't count on those guys. You can't count on Jeremy Lin to do that every single night. See, Yachim is playing nice, but he's still a young player relatively. Hey, see, Yachim playing nice. He's playing that some ball. Don't that thing night. He's playing some ball. Yeah, but you can't count on these guys. Fred Land feet, uh, Fred Land fleet. How do you know how he's going to be when he's come back from injury? We don't know. They um, got that veteran presence. That's why Mark yeah, Gasol yeah, does. But that's what they have to hope for. They have to hope for that. We seen what 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 this Celtics young core can do. They just not playing together right now. By playoff time, another 22, 21 games left. They're going to be ready. They're going to be in prime shape. They're going to get an easy first round matchup. Uh, against a six seed, and then which would probably be the Pacers without uh, Oladipo, and then you're gonna get a a a probably a mediocre um, Bucks team in the playoffs. That I, I just don't, you know, I, I have no faith in the Bucks. The Toronto Raptors is probably outside the Philadelphia 76ers, and this, and they don't have Joel right now. Imagine when Joel comes back. The 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 Toronto Raptors is probably that next best team, but I just don't see that team getting far in the playoffs. And if they do, uh, I still think in a seven-game series, the, the Boston Celtics is the better team, and the better team will will prevail. That's 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 the – but we got another month or two, two, two months bef- before the uh, before that playoff talk happened. But at the end of the year, when it's all said and done, don't say, hey, man, I'm, I'm going to say I told you so. That's I'm gonna tell you. I told you so. You gonna say I told you so? All right, I, I bet you will. Like I, I told you so that Kyrie was leaving. That's the only I told you so. I'm gonna hear from you because uh, do you? Hey, those Rockets they got Kawhi Leonard. Don't forget what Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard is. Everybody worry about no Raptors though. Don't forget what Kawhi Leonard is now. Uh, what? He's a decent player. What? 
He's a decent player. Okay, I, like I like his game. I like his game. He's a good disrespectful. Don't call him decent. He's a great defender. He's a great defender, and he's a and he's a pretty good uh, uh, offensive scorer. But something else, Billy. I mean, you something else. I still haven't seen him lead a team yet either. So I mean, what is he on the big stage? Last time we seen it, we probably could have seen it against the Warriors, but but uh, old dirty man uh, Bogut tried to hurt him. But we haven't seen him lead a team yet. So until until then. I'm just going to say, he's a good player. How about that? He's a good player. I still don't think he's as high up on that list as everybody say he is. I think he's one of those other guys that's a tad bit overrated as well. But that's another topic for another day. Shaq also uh, has some some stuff to say yesterday on the TNT set about 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 the distractions of a word about getting traded. And is that a, a affecting you? Uh, let's take a listen. What Shaq is saying is absolutely true. LeBron is used to being around guys that can knock down them shots. If you look at his his whole entire career, that's what he's had around him. Guys that can knock down shots. Or guys that can make plays. You know what I'm saying? These these baby Lakers, that their shooting is horrible this year. From the free throw line to the three-point line. Their shooting is horrible this year. And I and he has a great point. If you can't perform, why not expect getting traded? Why not expect it? If you're not performing, guess what? You're probably going to get traded. And you shouldn't have no hard feelings about it because it's your performance. It happens. Like he said, he was traded six times. He didn't have hard feelings about it. He got it. His game was declining. Okay. But these these baby Lakers, man, they, they need to hit these shots. They they have to hit the shots. If you're open, you shouldn't miss in the NBA. Because we see we see players who are dedicated to the crowd. When they're open, it's a knockdown. You just know it. Shakoop. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I think what Shaq is saying is is hundred percent real. I, I like what he said. And I, I find it very true in this game. If you can't perform, you should be traded. Yeah, uh, I'm, 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 I'm right there with you. I don't think he necessarily said anything wrong. You know, basically what he said is, if you don't perform, expect to be traded. And if you don't, and if you don't want to be traded, then hey, step your game up and and show people that you deserve to be on this team. Uh, I, 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 I like it. The analysis of of LeBron to your point. Uh, he he he's always played with guys that when when pass the ball, they knock down shots. Kyle Corbett, J.R. Smith. Shane Battier, you know, Mike Miller, Mario Chalmers, Ray, Ray Allen. Allen. Yep. He, 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 he's had Kevin Love knock it down. Uh, Kyrie Irving can knock it down. Richard Jefferson, you know. Gosh. Gosh, these guys have, have, have hit shots. And and I get it. Really, outside of 
outside Cools, Cools bring it every night. Cools has been a guy uh, that I don't think that they necessarily probably should be should be getting rid of in the first place. But I understand it when you can get a guy like Anthony Davis. Cools, you're nice, but you ain't this nice. And this guy's 25 years old. So uh, thank you for your services, but uh, bye bye. But Cools has been one of the guys that's been bringing it outside of Reggie Bullock. Nobody else uh, takes and, 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 and make their shots. Brandon Ingram, as of late, has played really, really well. He had 32 points the other night. We're going to get into the game uh, later on tonight against the Pelicans. You know, but Brandon Ingram, the, the, these last two games has played, or these last three games really has played really, really well. You know, the two losses and the, and the win over Houston, he played well. So, um, I agree. You just have to, if you're open, you, you have to knock down the shots. There's no excuse for it. I'm not saying you have to be 100% because nobody is. But you can't be 30% on wide open jumpers. You can't be 60% from the line, LeBron. That, that, that just can't happen, you know. It, it just cannot happen. So, um, Shaq, Shaq had a very, very valid point. Just do your job. You won't get traded. If you don't do your job, guess what? Expect to be traded and don't cry about it. It's, it's, it's the way it works, you know. Um, moving on, man. Uh, you know, the, this, there's been a lot of talk around the, the Lakers organization about distractions, distractions, distractions. You just got into it right now with Shaq was talking about the trade distractions. LeBron the other day talking about playoff distractions. Uh, but do you think that it's LeBron that got all the distractions going on? LeBron is playing basketball. So we ain't going to talk about what, what, what's distracting LeBron. He's well, playing basketball. There's a lot distracting LeBron. But but he's playing basketball though. He's going out there and giving you a triple dub. I'm not saying he's the LeBron I, that I'm used to seeing, but he's he's performing still. At least he's still performing. But we got players on the team that ain't performing. How you play? How you play? My thing is how you play 30 minutes and only have four points. You an NBA player, a whole NBA player. And you only got four points, man. Come on. Now, the, the, if anything's distracting me, it's your four points that's distracting me. I'm worried about you at this point. Like, uh, man, if I uh, pass it to him, is he gonna make it? Well, this is what I would say. LeBron has talked a lot about distractions. LeBron is the the is the most distracted player on the whole entire Lakers team. You know, you miss games. For low management a few weeks ago, you know, they the low management game after you after you stayed in the studio uh with uh two chains, you know, nobody bats an eye, people barely say anything. And then of course you got all these movies that you executive producing, you still doing the barber shop and all that other stuff. Now I'm not saying that you can't multitask and you only supposed to be about basketball twenty four seven, but what I'm saying is LeBron got a whole lot of stuff going on and it don't seem and it's showing on the court because when he's on the court, he 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 looks as if he's uninterested. He he looks like he he's not trying to play basketball. No, I get it. He's still putting up the he's still putting up the the uh the the the, the stats. He had 24, what, 10 and 11 the other night? 10, 24, 10 and 12 or something like that. Triple double. I get it. Triple he's double. LeBron. He's LeBron. So I mean not even trying, he can get 20-something. That's easy, you know? 
But where's the intensity at? Where where's the intensity on on defense? And then blaming other people for your for your mistakes. You're standing in the lane at the rim. Your guy is standing wide open at the three point line. You throw your hands up like it's somebody else's fault because you're not playing defense. Half the time, you don't even see LeBron on defense. Almost like he's trying to play safety. Like, nobody needs you to help them. Guard your man, because your man is the one that's cooking. And it's showing on the court. LeBron is distracted. He's mad that they, that they didn't get Anthony Davis, and now he had to play the rest of the season out with, with all these guys that, 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 that were going to get traded, and they're looking at him like, this is your fault. Then they're looking at him to lead. He's not leading. So, <laughs> I think LeBron got the distractions, and he's putting it off on other people as if they the ones that's, 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 that's not interested in playing basketball. Brandon Ingram had 32 points the other night. 32 points. Kyle Kuzma had 22 points the other night. Reggie Bullock had 14 points the other night. LeBron, take us home. We only lost by five. We only lost by five. And to your point, LeBron does have to take him home in those close games. He he has to take over. Forget passing the ball. Do yeah, what you I, do, LeBron. I, yeah, exactly. I, don't, I don't want you to pass the ball. I don't want to see you passing the ball to, to Brandon Ingram or Reggie Bullock or, or a Rondo who can't shoot. You lost by five points and you only had 24 points. It's not like you went off. It's not like in the in game one of the finals where we could say, well, he had 51 points. No, you had 24 points. And you said a week ago that you was in playoff activation mode. Well, I haven't seen it yet. You had 24 points. You lost by five. You're telling me you couldn't get the 30 points? No, I mean, you know, LeBron, I, he, he, he's not interested, man, in playing basketball for this Los Angeles Lakers team. He's mad at Luke. He's mad at his teammates. And, he, and he's being a crybaby right now. I, I really don't like it. I honestly, I, I don't like it, man. Moving on, though, man, to some to some college athletics. Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski came on ESPN yesterday, and he was talking about, you know, how, how GMs feel about uh, Zion. So let's take a listen to this video. said a lot of stuff there so i have a two-part question you know and i'm actually this first you gotta answer and then we'll answer the other one will teams regret taking zion number one i think so i think so 
Zion is a very, very uh, huge man. He's he's big physically, right? Yep. Um, injuries that are usually below the waist are the worst for big men, and they only get worse once you get hurt one time. It just it's like a it's like a a conscious cycle after that, you know. Uh, being a guy that big, um, if Zion Williams, if he's able to overcome this injury in the manner that in a manner that makes him I wouldn't say uh, a better player like if he can show more more of his athleticism after this injury instead of just you know playing playing easy I would say or playing light because he's not trying to hurt himself and this is this is what I told you last uh, week on the show, I said, if Zion Williams, if he gets back to playing Duke basketball and he goes out there and he gets hurt, hurt again, his draft, stock is, his draft stock is gone. So if he comes back, he got to play lighter. He can't play the way he's been playing. You got to say that for the big time. You got to say that for, for the NBA. And that was going to be my next question as well. Should he return? And if he does return, how uh, does he go? does he go all out? If I'm Zion, I'm not returning. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to take this time and heal my body. Because as a big guy, man, injuries can hit you so hard in the NBA. We've seen it happen to to the good ones, the the great ones that were great in college. Gregory Oden. Uh, If you look at Brandon Roy, his knees. uh, These great college players that, that just go to the NBA after they're hurt already. And we see what, what can happen to these guys' career. Just take your time, man. It's not worth it. Look at the bigger picture. I know I get it. You probably want to win an NCAA championship. But, hey, that NCAA championship is not bringing you millions of dollars to take care of your family. So I'm I'm holding back. I'm not – nope. I'm not going out there to play. They're already questioning questioning my, uh, you know, my, my injury and me. So, nah, I'm not doing it, bro. Yeah, um, I to, for the first question, I think teams will regret getting Zion. I mean, unless he goes to the Knicks, you know, I was I was I was texting with some guys yesterday, and I said unless he goes to the Knicks, Zion's career will not be what a lot of people think that Zion's career is going to be. Um, in the NBA, I think he needs the Knicks because I think the Knicks will get at least either Kyrie or Kevin Durant, if not both, and now he won't have to be the focal point of the franchise. He'll be the number one pick coming into a, a very, very great situation. Um, uh, understand, and I'm, I'm going to stay on my stance of he should play and he should play hard. If you're going to come back, come back and, and and play. You know, I don't want you, I don't want you to pity pat around. I don't want you trying to hold nothing back for your NBA career. I don't care about your NBA career. If you're going to come back, then you need to play. Now, if 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 if, if you're going to be um, under the impression, or, or 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 if you're going to be giving me the impression that hey, I'm just out here, you know, just to say I came back, don't don't do me that favor, please please don't. And 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 I said this the other day, he signed that contract, he signed his name on that dotted line, knowing that he he wasn't going to get paid if if hurt, which is the reason why he has an insurance policy if he gets hurt. He gets, uh, I believe, it's like five million dollars. You knew the risk of going to college. 
you knew the risk. You took that risk. College has helped you. Rose said that there. Him, him going to college, playing that dude, has rose his stock. It's the reason why he's he is the number one pick. You so go ahead, finish your commitment out. Uh, but if you're gonna come back, half stepping it, I don't want you. Just just keep that. Ain't no fake love. I don't, I don't need no fake love around here. I don't. Uh, I, I I don't need that. So if you're gonna come back, come back and play. If not, then go ahead and and say you're gonna stop going to college and you are getting ready for the NBA draft. That's what I think should happen. I think that's the, what will happen. I think he's gonna come back uh, next week on on when uh, against the Wake Forest. Obviously, they they lost last night for, to Virginia Tech. They don't play until Saturday. They play Miami, and then they play uh, on Tuesday. They play Wake Forest right before they get ready to play uh, North Carolina. So I think he'll come back in that either between that Miami and that Wake Forest game. So his first game back is not North Carolina. That's a tough game to come back from or to come back to. But we'll see what Zion's going to do going forward. Um, Lakers play Pelicans tonight. Obviously, they lost the other day against the Pelicans um, without Anthony Davis. If they lose tonight, is their playoff hopes done? I think they're already done, Billy. Uh, so, uh, if they lose tonight, they're definitely done. Um, this Pelicans team is not that good. Uh, they're not even <laughs> – I don't think <laughs> – I don't even think – I don't even know why we're talking about Lakers playing the Pelicans. But, obviously, I these, these Pelicans – are better than the Lakers because we're talking about this right now. <laughs> so, so that's what I'm thinking, man. But yeah, man, they're not that they're not that good. And for us to lose <laughs> to them, man, if we lose to them again tonight, it's over, Billy. It's over. I, At home too. I'm I'm a, I'm a root for Golden State. That way, I know we winning it all. That's what I, that's what <laughs> I'm gonna do. That way, there's no surprises. Yeah, ain't no surprises. I'm I'm root for Golden State, <laughs> and we lose tonight. Yeah, I'm up there, bro. If they lose, you know, I said the other night after the loss uh to Memphis, you know, that it was over with then. If they lose tonight, it's it's definitely over. There's no way you come back. That'll put you four games behind the Spurs. I do not see the Spurs. Honestly, I think the playoffs is locked with the Clippers, unless the Clippers start sliding. You know, right now the Clippers are in that seventh seed. It doesn't really benefit them to go to the playoffs this year. Because if they don't make the playoffs, they can get a lottery pick. So uh, I, I just don't know. They have to catch the Kings. But if they lose tonight, it's it's over with. And this season would definitely be, uh, uh, you know, a, 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 a waste. I mean, man, you know, losing to the Pelicans twice. That's bad. To your point, what does the Pelicans have? Like, man, like. <laughs> and then you lost last time without Anthony Davis, and you lost by a bunch. Like, I don't get it, man. I just don't. I just don't get it. What the Lakers are doing over there? Um, they better hope they win tonight, or it's gonna be a long, long, long off season uh, for LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, moving on, uh, Russell Westbrook, uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder, was playing last night, and during the game, uh, there was a point where Russ kind of stepped out of bounds, and a fan, a young boy, he looked to be about six, maybe seven or so, uh, he stood up behind Russ, and he kind of, like, slapped Russ on the arm. Russ turned around 
uh, you know, and he talked to the he talked to the little boy and his dad uh, right there. Uh, and this is what he he had to say about that after the game. Does Russ have a point? And what what should the NBA do about this? Because this is not the first incident, even just with Russ, that that this has happened to. Yeah, I mean the the amount of security at these events, you would think players wouldn't be able to get touched. Player, uh, random fans wouldn't be able to just walk on the floor because at the end of the day, these guys are these guys are. <clears throat> are superstars in these kids' eyes, in these fans' eyes. These guys are – and on on the other side of these guys are hated by some of these fans. These guys are – you know you know what I'm saying? They're, they're, like, disliked by some of these fans. So it could be dangerous in certain instances when a, when a fan can just touch you, just do anything to you, and you have really no control over it because it's already done. You know what I'm saying? It's like being shot at, and it's already done. You can't do nothing but turn around and see who did it. Who did that? <laughs> you know? And, and and I get to his point, but luckily this was just a kid um, at in this moment. But it, it could have it could be way worse. You know what I'm saying? Someone could touch you, and they have some sticky stuff on their hands. Someone could touch you, and and they scratch you or what or whatnot. Because not not everyone in those stands is friendly. Not everyone in the, in that crowd is friendly. Not everyone in that crowd has good intentions. It's just like walking out to your local Walmart, and you know, any at any time, someone could just snap. So I I get what Russ is saying, and the NBA they have to do better with this. They, I mean, if you're in the if you're in the crowd with with the crowd, and you happen to follow somebody, okay, cool, but. Going out your way just to touch, touch a, a player or something like that, uh, I I do believe there got to be stipulations on that because uh, at the end of the day, no one. I, I get where he's coming from. I hate I hate being touched, you know, by random people. I don't know who you is. Stop touching me. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But I, I don't like that. So for us, I I I I I, I got it. I get it. And and the NBA, yeah. they got to do something about it, man. They have to. Yeah, I think he has a very good point, you know. And, you know, watching the game, when you actually see it, and you actually see how how Russ responded. Because at first, like you said during the video, he did know that it was a a, a, a little child. And when he actually realized and, and seen that it was a child, you know, that's when he went over. The, he, he, he stared at him for a little bit, like, really, man? Like, you know, and he was probably looking at the little boy's dad, like, 
really, man, which is which is another point that he said in there. He he told the little uh he told his dad, like, like, hey, you gotta control your kid, man. Like, you know, what if that was me going up just to touch him, like, or slap him on his arm like that? It'd be a different story. Mm-hmm. And he also said that too. Like, and we can't do anything about it. We just supposed to take it. You know, uh, uh, the NBA is going to have to, honestly, man, they should just do it like WWE, honestly. You know, they should they should block off that area or kind of like hockey where they kind of have have the fans secluded from the game because this is this is starting to happen way too uh, way too often now. You know, uh, especially during the middle of a game like that, where, you know, you don't know who who who's doing that. You don't know if somebody threw something at you. You know, because I'm sure the little boy hand, it didn't probably feel heavy, but it was like, hey, what's going on? So the NBA has got to do something about this. They have got to do something about the cameraman as well. I don't like how the camera people get to sit right there. That's how guys get injured. You know, uh, they need to back up the goal a little bit. That's how Paul George broke his leg. So the NBA needs to be very, very pro, uh, pro, um, pro, uh, on this uh, and not reactionary, uh, but knowing them, they probably won't, especially in these instances, how many times is it going to take or what is it going to take for for them to say, okay, enough is enough. And we need to either back the crowd up or we need to do something about it. Kind of like how, uh, is it the, is it Louisville? Uh, or I mean, no, it was one of, one of the places that they play in the NCAA tournament where they kind of got the floor upwards. And then they got the fans behind them. They're gonna have to do something because at at, at, at what point you may get a guy like Ron Artest is gonna go up in the stands. So for the Mavs at the Palace. Um, moving on, the Lakers ha- are have been three and nine or three and six. Uh, sorry, three and six since LeBron's return. Who is most to blame in this in this stretch for the Lakers' struggles? Hey, I'm blaming um, – first of all, I'm blaming Luke Walton. I'm blaming <laughs> Luke Walton. I'm going to let Luke off the hook. I'm blaming Luke Walton, first of all, because, first of all, Luke, you have the worst free throw percentage in the league, which is somewhat horrible considering that we have professional NBA players shooting these free throws. Um, I'm blaming Luke Walton because we have, I think, a pretty decent team a team that's good enough to beat a team like Sacramento, who's uh, actually ahead of us in these uh, rankings right now. Um, I also think Luke does not know how to manage anything, not even his own time. Um, I also think Luke is just a solid, a solid, not even a leader. He's just solid. He's just solid over there on that sideline. He's not coaching anything. He's not doing anything to better this young team. And I take it from the beginning of the season when I started talking about Luke. I said, if you look at Luke, he's not doing anything to better this team. He hasn't done nothing the year before that to better this team. He's just sitting there. I get it. His dad is a very accomplished man, but this does not translate to his son's success. Um, And for me, and I said it, Luke coaching LeBron, it's not going to work. It's not going to work at all. What has Luke done? That LeBron hasn't done. Or what has Luke done that LeBron has done? Nothing. So Luke is the biggest problem for me. 
He's the 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 main reason why we look the way we look. He's the main reason why Mike Beasley was about to piece him up in the locker room, and we had to trade Mike Beasley away. And Luke is the main reason why he won't be there next year because he's nothing right now. He's not even a coach. He's just sitting on the bench collecting the check. And uh, yeah, Luke's the problem. Well, I think you're partly right. You know, Luke is a big part of of the reason why the Lakers aren't doing what they're doing. Obviously, him and Lonzo Ball had some problems last year because Lonzo didn't think Luke knew what he was doing with his substitutions and all that other stuff. To your credit, Mike Beasley uh, was finna finna crease him up in the locker room after I believe it was the Clippers or the Warriors lost right before the trade deadline when they traded him. Um, Oh, you know. Billy, I gotta take this phone call real quick. Okay. Yeah, the Veterans Affairs calling me. Oh, I'll finish it. All right. So, um, I think Luke Luke deserves a a a a a big risk a, a big part of the blame. Luke 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 deserves a lot of the blame. Luke deserves a, a, a lot of the a lot of the credit, a lot of a, a lot of the responsibility for this for for the way that they are losing his lineups, his substitutions is not very great at all. Um, but I think the lion's share of the blame has to go to one LeBron James. You are the leader of this team. You are the unquestioned leader of this team. You are the unquestioned best player on this team. What you and 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 what? You haven't been looking like it. You haven't been acting like it. You want to call out your teammates. How about be a man and talk to them guys instead of throwing shots at them in the media? How about score more than 24 points when you lose by 5 points? You know, for for starters, how about how about get your team into the playoffs because you are 3 and 6 since you come back? How about play some defense and show your team that you're inter- interested? And, and, and really wanting to play with them. Do that for me, LeBron. Please, you know, play some defense and not be sagging off in the paint trying to disrespect everybody that, that you play uh, play against. Like, that's aggravating to me, man. Like, you know, you you have to be the leader of the team. This is your team. These guys are looking at you. You were quick to point out, oh, these guys are used to losing. Oh, these guys have never been to the playoffs and none, none of that, so they don't, they don't really know. Well, show them, LeBron. That's what you're there for. Show them how to do it. Because, because they're trying to follow your lead. They're following your lead, and when you ain't doing nothing, when, when, when you when you lacking and you doing, you know, they're looking at you like, well, hey, LeBron doing it. Why can't we do it? You the leader of the team. Get them into the playoffs. You know, I said a few weeks ago that 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 probably that um, I wouldn't give LeBron any of the blame if they didn't make it to the playoffs. Well, after seeing what I've been seeing, there's no way that I couldn't blame him now. There's 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 absolutely no way he he you know. At first, I'm thinking, well, you know what, man? They were they were they were they were fourth in the West, a game out of being third when he got hurt. He comes back there in the tenth spot. How could we blame him? You know. But the way he's been playing, man, listen, you have to play better. And if they don't make it to the playoffs, he deserves about 75% of the blame because these games that they're losing is unexplainable, man. You know, these games that they, that they have lost in this stretch since, he, since he's returned from injury, he looks out of shape. You know, he looks uninterested in playing. 
you deserve some some of the blame. That's gonna be it for today's show, guys. Make sure you guys continue to 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 download the Unpopular Opinion podcast. We hear it every single weekday, Monday through Friday, right here on Anchor. Make sure you guys tune into the podcast. Leave us a rating, five stars preferably. If you don't, we're probably gonna call you a hater. I'm Grand Hefe with my co-host OG Raw. We're gonna see you guys tomorrow. Thank you guys. Continue downloading the podcast. Unpopular Opinion Podcast, Grand Hefe and OG Raw. Music by DJ Drip No Slip, Major underscore Drip on Instagram.